And welcome back to another episode of Do the Woo, episode 55. I'm one half of your WooCommerce sandwich, Brad, and I'm joined by the other half, Mr. Bob WP. Bob, how's it going over there? I am doing very good. I, I believe so. Um, I'm, you're off in the woods and I'm by the ocean. So you're By the ocean. I'm up in the mountains in the Poconos, surviving lockdown day, I don't know. I don't even know what month it is, actually, but we're making it work, and uh, we're having fun talking about Woo today, so let's dive right in, Bob. First, we want to thank our sponsors, first and foremost, WooCommerce. Maybe you've heard of them. That's what we talk about on the show. Uh, they're our community sponsor. We want to thank them for their ongoing support. Uh, we also want to thank MyWorks QuickBooks Sync for WooCommerce, automated automatic sync between WooCommerce and QuickBooks. I'm sure anyone out there using QuickBooks or, or really any tool to track your financials understands the uh, the complexities it can be to keep all your data and transactions in sync. So a plug-in service like this is really going to help you uh, automate that process. So you can check them out at myworks.software. They have a whole slew of products, um, as well as WP Security Audit Log over at wpsecurityauditlog.com, comprehensive activity log of the changes that shop managers and customers uh, do within your site, as well as other things. So it tracks any type of post and page or content modification. So you can really debug and see what happens if something changes. So it's always nice to know why it changed. Um, well, this logs it for you. And they have a free version. So if you're interested in checking that out, head over to wpsecurityauditlog.com, check out the free version and uh, the premium version as well. So with that, I'm very excited about this show because we're going to dig into some WooCommerce marketing or just e-commerce marketing, I guess, in general. Um, and we have a very special guest, Tavleen Carr. So welcome to the show, Tavleen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to hop in. So, so Tavleen, why don't you give everyone kind of a quick overview of who you are, what you do, and the, and the site that you work on, um, and specifically kind of how that relates into WooCommerce and e-commerce in general. Sure. So, yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Tavleen, and, uh, well, I uh, head marketing over at uh, buildwoofunnels.com. So, WooFunnels basically provides, uh, you know, sales funnel solution uh, in the WooCommerce space. So, uh, you know, people who are looking to build their checkout pages, one-click upsells, set up their order bumps, and the entire, the funnel uh, on WooCommerce, well, that's, we provide them the tools to help, uh, to sort of help them do that. And uh, so uh, most of our users uh, sell physical products. A lot of them also sell digital products, uh, which I am personally really passionate about. Yeah, that's, you know, a lot of people, you know, the, obviously the first hurdle to get in the, the store online is launching, you know, step one, version one, MVP, whatever you want to call it. But getting the store online yeah. is the first hurdle. The second hurdle um, is actually getting people to come to your store and buy stuff, <laughs> right? So you can have a beautiful store, but if people aren't actually buying, does it really matter? And I think that's when we start to kind of peel back the, the topic of marketing. Um, I've always found this an extremely intriguing um, topic because it's there's so much um, information out there. There's so much data you can collect and trying to understand what to do and when to do it and and getting the mindset of your customers and your visitors and how they're interacting with your site is fascinating to me. Um, and there's there's so many things that you could do. Some of it probably very simple, quick wins, if you will. Some of it much more complicated. And um, so I'm really excited to kind of dig into some of this and some of these topics about what people could potentially be doing to help. So, you know, I, I guess we maybe we should just start at the at the start, right? I just launched a new store. I have some products out there. I'm super excited. My store is online. I'm ready to sell. Um, 
what's next? Like, what should I be looking at next? What, what, you know, what can I do to start helping one drive traffic and two to actually get that traffic to convert? And I know it's kind of the, the million dollar question, right? <laughs> so how do we make money? Please tell us. Sure. I think that's a great question. And, uh, you know, I, I love that. So I think, um, Really, uh, the first thing is that, uh, you know, you, you'll really have to decide whether you want to go the paid ad route or you want to go the free route. And I think, uh, you know, in my experience, I think there's not just, you know, you don't have to make a choice between one of them, but you must choose both the options. So, uh, you know, you should be willing to spend a little bit of money to acquire uh, new customers. And uh, uh, Facebook ads are great. Uh, you know, um, I'm running them. Uh, uh, you know, they're really great to put your offer in front of your audience. And and uh, that really helps you, you know, quickly test out uh, what people think about it and, uh, you know, whether your offer is something which is appealing to them. It's something they'd be willing to put their money on. So I think it's just a good, great way to put your product uh, out in front of your potential customers. And, uh, uh, yeah, that that's definitely one thing that you should be doing. And then you should always, uh, you know, also work on that long-term aspect, which is where uh, the blogging piece, the YouTubing piece and all of that comes in because, you know, that, that really doesn't bring instant results and that requires a lot more patience so um you know you should uh, you should always take the long term and the short term perspective together so um yeah so when you are i mean uh, you know a lot of people would just like go after the free traffic and you know they'll, they'll be like okay let me post on quora let me post on reddit but all of these uh, you know things do work and they uh, uh, you know they do help you sort of just uh, get your initial sales and break the ice and all of that but they really do not uh, uh, you know give you the kind of traction that you really need with your business so i think it's important to uh, you know you know spend some money and uh, put some money out there and really test uh, your product put it put your offer in front of the right people yeah, I love the um, the dual kind of dual prong approach there because we, you know, Bob, you and I, we've talked on this show a number of different times around content, um, and it's really like sweat marketing, right? Like, you know, anyone can write content, good content, can put videos together. There's just some so many amazing tools now. You don't need to be, you know, a, a master of video editing to put together a pretty decent YouTube video, right? A YouTube tutorial or getting some traction there, and that stuff. Um, you know, it, it puts out dual footprints. One, you can you can feature it on your website too. It's it's sitting on YouTube, so people can find it on YouTube. Uh, you could share it out to other platforms, um, and it's really just putting the time in. So I think that's a great approach because many stores, probably most stores out there, um, are are running very lean and mean. They don't have massive funding behind them to launch. You know, to spend a ton of money on Facebook and ads like that. They might have some, and and we'll dig into that in a minute. But you know, one of those quick wins or, or I shouldn't say quick win, but one of those things you can start on day one and even really before day one is that content marketing side, you know, whether it's blog posts on your site or video tutorials or, 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 or webinars or, you know, core, like you said, get on there and, you know, answering questions and helping people out or Reddit, like just getting your name out there. I, I think it's such a smart approach and it's, it's such a, it's just, it's just the time, you know, it's putting the time in uh, versus the, versus the dollars per se. So I think it's an easier lift for most people. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think it's interesting that you talk about it. Uh, so that's exactly how we started off as well. Uh, you know, so uh, our first product was actually, uh, it, it was called Sales Triggers. So it's like a collection of, uh, uh, you know, seven triggers, uh, psychology back triggers that you can actually apply on your product page to uh, make it sort of convert higher, make it more persuasive. And, uh, 
that's exactly how I started off. So I actually created, uh, you know, a, a slide deck and uh, I, I would just put the microphone on and I would start, you know, uh, sort of doing a bit of storytelling, uh, you know, kind of telling people, uh, you know, why they should have a guarantee badge there. What's the importance of uh, show, showing that best, uh, uh, you know, bestseller in X category on the product page itself. And, you know, so, uh, that's exactly what I was doing. And, uh, you know, initially those those YouTube videos were, were really getting watched and the right people were actually discovering us uh, through that. So that's exactly how, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we got our uh, initial traction as well and uh, people started discovering us. So I think that's just one of the easiest ways to get started. All you need is, uh, you know, is a microphone and um, yeah, I'll just put a, put a slide deck together, do a bit of storytelling and, um, and that, that's, yeah. that's good enough to just get you started, give you that initial push. And, and, you know, I think just kind of getting creative with it too. And depending what you're selling, um, you know, what your product is, who your target customer is. I always remember, I don't know if, if you, if you two will remember this or not, but there was a, a guy, this was, I'm assuming they're still doing this, but this was probably 15 years ago or so. And he was selling um, these high powered blenders um, which, you know, by itself, selling a blender isn't the most interesting thing, right? It's a blender. Like, how much can you do with a blender, you know? Yes, yes. And it, so he came up with this idea of will it blend, right? And he just started putting anything in this blender. Like, I'm talking anything. Like, he got the brand new, like, iPhone when it came out. Like, right. like the first iPhone when it was very hard to get. And he blended it. <laughs> and guess what? It, exactly. Yeah. It blended. It was so genius. And it really, you know, back then, I don't think we called everything viral. But it definitely was kind of one of those early viral things. And I was like, that is I always go back to that when I think of marketing because it was like, it was just an interesting idea that set that apart. It took something that really isn't that interesting, a blender, it made it really interesting and really fun and sales exploded and it was all over the internet. And so I think, you know, when you're coming up with marketing ideas and thoughts, think about that. Like what, not only talking about your products and, and services, whatever it is you're pushing, but also try to think about how can you stand out yeah. from, you know, all the noise and all the content that's out there. And I'm not saying necessarily you have to get gimmicky with it, but I think there's, interesting angles you can take that could set yourself apart. Um, and that's one that always stuck in my mind because he, he made, you know, <laughs> he made blenders interesting, which I, I didn't know was possible. That's right. Yes. I think, uh, uh, you know, you, you, uh, there's this whole thing about, you know, going viral and everything. But I think that just if the right set of people can watch your video, can discover you through your video and, uh, you know, uh, uh, they discover your product because of that video, I think that that's good enough. I mean, you don't need to go after like millions of views because that's something which will not help you. I mean, you're, you're not, you're not here to be a YouTube influencer. So I think it's important to really, uh, you know, not take your views as, as the metrics. It could just be a vanity metrics. If the right people are able to uh, get help out of your videos, if they're able to drive value out of it, uh, you know, I think that that's really, um, uh, that's, that, that's really good enough. I think you have a great, uh, you know, a technology, a great tool at your disposal today. So just go ahead and use it. This episode is brought to you by WP Security Audit Log. We all know the importance of your WooCommerce store and security. And when you keep track of everything through logs, the end product is security, but having those logs for your store is so much more. They're comprehensive activity logs that you can use with WooCommerce keeps you on top of what is going on with your shop managers and your team. You'll be able to monitor and record when they make changes to products, orders, and coupons. And notably, it will help you with your store compliances. They make it easy to troubleshoot if there's something going on. In fact, you'll be able to configure emails and instant SMS notifications to get alerted of critical changes. Want to take that step further? 
You'll see who is logged in and what changes are being made in real time. And if needed, you can manage, limit, block, and even terminate any user sessions. This is perfect for memberships or subscription sites as it can help you control limitations to single user access. There's a number of reports you can generate from the activity logs, and in a nutshell, you can stay on top of it all. What is going on and when. From that, your site will benefit from the added security. So keep safe and secure and check out what they have to offer over at wpsecurityauditlogit.com. Now let's head on back to the show. Speaking of videos, and this is what I was looking at. I was looking at your site and you have it broke up into, I, I want to say, interesting components, your content. content. Uh, most vendors I know, they'll have maybe a blog and then they'll have their documentation. You got to go in and, you know, it's documentation, documentation. What can you say? It's not nothing sexy. It, you you usually have it down there and people search in there. You have things broken up. You have the documentation. You have a blog. You have your academy, your funnel academy. And then you have what's new. So first, I want to talk about the academy, the, the videos, because they're essentially in a, uh, you know, they're a learning material. So they're, you know, they can be play alongside the documentation. And of course, you've got the people that prefer the video over the, the written documentation. So looking back, how did you evolve that particular piece, the Academy tutorials on the website? Yeah, so uh, I think that really goes back to uh, you know, like, uh, so so it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, I just want to like tell you a little bit of backstory. Uh, so I had literally nothing to do with uh, with WooCommerce, and uh, I was actually an automobile journalist, and I was doing all these car reviews and all of that stuff, and. Uh, so when I, you know, after I got married and then, uh, so I started doing a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, copywriting work. So, um, I mean, it's just an interesting transition. It's also very hard for me to really say, you know, why did I choose something and all of that? It's, I cannot really go back and, you know, sort of give reasons. But yeah, that's how it, it sort of happened. So I took up, uh, you know, some copywriting work for people and I was doing their uh, sales pages. I was writing their email sequences. And I just... I was just picking up insights along the way and, uh, you know, learning the, uh, l- learning stuff from, from people who really knew uh, their craft and all of that. So that's how, uh, you know, how my transition really happened. So what I realized through the course of building this business and uh, alongside with my husband is that the skill of copywriting is really important. And, uh, you know, knowing what to write where and how to how to put, uh, you know, things into words is actually very important. So with with the funnel, uh, uh, the academy. I think it was it was really important for us to kind of um, not just give people the tools, but also kind of tell them, uh, you know, how to make the most of the tools. Like, how do you, uh, you know, uh, so so if you have like let's say, uh, you know, you have uh, uh, you have a tool uh, and you can create a checkout page with it, but how do you write your guarantee so that it really arrests people's fears? How do you put those testimonials? You know, what kind of testimonials should you really be highlighting? So all of those things, you know, it's very important part of it. So having the tool is just one thing, but really knowing what to do with it and how to best use it. I think that's where your winning edge really lies. So I think that's where the whole, um, you know, that's where the thinking really came from, that we don't just want to sell the tools, but we also want to tell people how to make the most of it. Yeah, I love it. It's super smart because if someone, you know, 
get your bundle, get your tools, but doesn't really understand how to maximize um, potential, then they're very likely to come back and ask for a refund and say, this didn't work for me. It's not doing what I was promised. You know, we want something else, but you're giving them not just the bundle and the suite of tools, but also that helpful information to take it to the next level. Yeah. Um, with, with the different, you know, well, with the Academy specifically about how to use those, uh, you know, the, your suite of products and, and help increase the conversions and sales on the site. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. And uh, so like, uh, I'm just, there's a, there's a video tutorial that I'm, you know, right now I'm working on and uh, it, it'll be out shortly. And it, it actually teaches people, uh, you know, how to write their order bump copy. So of course, order bump is like, uh, you know, it's, it's a bump offer on the checkout page. It's a cross sell, you know, one can just tick the checkbox and that order bump gets added to their order. But how do you craft those four to five lines of copy that, uh, so that it converts and, uh, uh, you know, like what happened was one of our clients, uh, he, he sent me his checkout page and he said, you know, take a look what I crea- at what I created with the arrow checkout. And I looked at it and I said, you know, everything looks great, but uh, uh, your order bump copy actually, uh, you know, is, is, isn't very desirable. So it's not very enticing. And then I gave him like uh, another version of it. And I said, you know, do you want to use this instead? And he said, oh, yeah, your copy looks so much better. And then he just put it over there. And uh, that uh, order bump, uh, it converted at like 43%. And uh, uh, like he had, uh, like he made like some uh, $2,400 extra with just that little order bump. And those were just four to five lines. So um, I I think, uh, you know, that was like, uh, that really inspired me. So I thought, okay, let me like, you know, really... uh, tell people like how they can write those four to five lines of order bump copy so that it converts. So yeah, that's really the, the bigger plan here, really teaching people how to uh, use the tools in the best way possible. Yeah. I love, I love the sales funnel. Um, the specific items that you're highlighting, um, you know, order bumps being one of them, one click upsells. I think many people are familiar with, you know, the, the automation engine um, taking that customer data, uh, hook it into your CRM, automating those emails and responses that go out on occasion. I think these are things that a lot of people probably don't really understand um, or maybe don't even think about when they first launch your store, but they can have a significant impact on, um, you know, conversions on, you know, the, the life uh, value of a client, you know, them coming back and ordering again and again and again, um, and just landing those sales. Maybe if they abandon their cart or something, you bring them back with a discount, you know? So, I mean, these are, these are like serious, uh, seriously great ways to kind of level up your store that honestly, a lot of stores aren't doing. I mean, I'm sure all of us have, you know, been on our phones at night and, you know, end up on some, you know, page and probably buying something maybe we don't need, but you get to it and you hit the checkout process and it's a mess. And you're just like, you know what, this is too much work. I'm done. Um, but try to make it easy, you know, try to automate it as much as possible. Try to put these little things in that can take a $20 order and make it $25 or $30, you know, um, or even recurring in some aspects, if that's if that's the business you're in. So um, I love the topics and the tools that you're providing within your bundle because I just feel like this is a it's a serious level up that many many stores, certainly small business stores, are not doing at all. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean it's interesting that you talk about cart abandonment. Uh, so. 70% of people actually abandon their cards. And that's like, uh, you know, these are the these are the average stats. So that's what's really happening in the e-commerce world today. And, uh, uh, you know, so like, so when you, when you think of cart abandonment, uh, you know, you want to really send out a discount to people. But here's what. So lot, there are a lot of solutions out there which actually let you send a discount. But what if, uh, you know, 
let's say if their card total was just $50 and you don't want to offer them a discount of, uh, you know, 30% or 15%, whatever, right? Uh, if their card total was just $50, you probably want to just offer them 10% off. And if their card total was, let's say, $100, maybe you want to offer them 10, 20% off. So, you know, you can you can like, based on, uh, uh, you know, what what's the value of that customer, you know, what kind of products they were buying, what was their card total? You know, you can use all these interesting rules and combinations to actually offer them a personalized coupon code uh, with a discount value that, you know, that uh, really um, uh, kind of matches uh, uh, that, you know, that really if, if their card total was uh, was above X dollars, was above a threshold, uh, then you can offer them more discount. So, you know, you can put these interesting rules and combinations yeah. together to create an interesting sequence, which uh, cool. which also, yeah, which which is profitable and, and converts. Yeah. And, and if you think about it too, like, you know, online shopping and consumers are getting smarter, right? So, um, in, in some instances, and I'm not saying all, but in some instances, people are actually abandoning a cart to see if they'll get a coupon or, um, you know, or letting a free trial expire because, of course, they're going to email you and give you a deal if you let the free trial expire, right? And I'm, I do this too. Like, I feel like, you know, online shoppers are getting a lot smarter and they're looking for some of these things, even if they don't necessarily exist. Yes, yes, that's happening. That's definitely a big issue for a lot of e-commerce stores out there who are, uh, you know, uh, people are actually abandoning the cart just because they know that there is a deal uh, which will come in uh, after they abandon the cart and the email, it will be there. So people people, like shoppers have become really smart. So I think store owners need to get even smarter now. Yep, they definitely are. Uh, One of the things I want to swing back on is the content on your site and the academy, which are in-depth posts that, as you explained, uh, teach people how to use your tools. Now you have your blog, and your blog is also pretty in-depth posts as well. Uh, not so much, maybe always product specific, but uh, they are quite a bit of content with screenshots. And then of course you have a video for that too. And then you have the what's new, which is you've taken those aspects of product updates that normally are mixed in with an entire blog on a lot of uh, product sites. And you've made that a separate piece as well. So you have all these different parts of your site. And one of the things I'm wondering about is how did this all come to be, all these different components on your site? And how did you decide to break them up? You know, was it way back when you first started or was it somewhere along the way? Yeah, so that's that's a great question. Uh, I think what what really, uh, uh, you know, happened was that, uh, so usually, like you know, people come on the website and they scroll through the through the homepage, and then you know they go on a specific product, they explore the product, and of course, uh, you know, the first interaction is never enough. Uh, you know, they want to dig in, and you know, they want to come back, and then they want to come back again. So do all of that. So it takes uh, like like you know, like there's a stat that it takes about seven interactions for someone to actually uh, finally buy the product. So. 
Yeah, we wanted to make sure that uh, whenever they came, they actually discovered, uh, you know, something, something new, something interesting, something which, uh, which kind of was, uh, you know, important for them to make a decision about whether they want the product, whether it's the right thing for them or not. So, which is where I think it was important for us to really, uh, you know, show them. Uh, so, blog, of course, is there, and uh, you know, we, we've got also like the content on it. But it was also important to sort of. Put a highlighter there and kind of highlight, uh, uh, you know, what's uh, what's actually new and what's changed since they last came. Because I think what happens with a software company is that uh, you know people are really interested in seeing that this company is alive and kicking, and you know they are updating uh, consistently, and uh, you know uh, they are providing new integrations and uh, new compatibilities and all of that. So they're you know they're rolling out new features. So I think with the, with a software company, it's very important for people to uh, to before they invest. In in that company they really wanted to be sure that uh, uh, you know they're moving at a fast pace and uh, you know they've not stagnated so i think that's where uh, this whole what's new thing originated from that you know uh, because this is what people really expect from a software company you know they, they don't want a sleeping tesla so you know let's give them what what they, what they really need see the gears are turning bob he's he's ready to redo his entire website now <laughs> yeah no it fascinates me because it's kind of how i've broken up my website the news and different things but and, and it's true because and i think sometimes you know software sites that do software and they put a blog in there it's easy to put the what's new in as blog posts because they're fairly simple to write you know here's a new release here's a here's a three new features. Here's the uh, other things we did to it done over with. But like you said, I, it's something I've never heard anybody take that approach or think of it from that way that, yeah, we want people to know that we're constantly doing this and keeping things updated, but we want them to see it visibly rather than buried in, you know, a blog that just is a mishmash of all kinds of posts. Right. Yes, that's right. This episode is brought to you by MyWorks QuickBooks Sync for WooCommerce integration. Now, if you use QuickBooks for your accounting, I gotta say, this is a route to go. This integration fills in those missing holes for you to sync all your sales, customers, and payment data to QuickBooks to streamline your accounting. Plus, it also syncs inventory and products both ways on both platforms. When using MyWorkSync, it takes care of that data entry that would otherwise take hours to input manually. And whether that's you doing it or your accountant doing it, you are going to save tons of time on that. It's compatible with QuickBooks Online, Desktop Pro, Premier, and Enterprise, and Point of Sale. In a nutshell, this will make your accounting effortless and save you tons of time. It also gives you the needed accuracy in your accounting that we all know is very important and critical. And it's easy to set up and use. So keep on top of one of the most important pieces of your WooCommerce shop. Go to myworks.software and you'll find it under their integrations or you can download it directly from the woocommerce.com marketplace. And now back to our conversation. So the other thing I was wondering as far as content and we all know brad and i've talked with many about the importance of content and i think they i mean some of them you know are able to do it they do it great some of them it's a challenge what would you recommend for that person that's just started selling products online and let's say they're 
you know, using doing WooCommerce probably doesn't really matter, but what, what's the recommendation that you give them as far as where they should start? Cause they obviously can't do everything you're doing. Cause you have a fairly good sized team. You're dedicated to this, but there's gotta be a, a place for them to start. Uh, any, any recommendations or um, insights you can give there? Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, again, uh, that's a great question. I think, uh, you know, where they can start is really digging out, uh, you know, what kind of questions people are asking and uh, what kind of problems uh, people are dealing with. And I think, uh, you know, some of the great, uh, they can uh, go and check out some communities on Facebook, on Quora. Like people are asking all sorts of questions. So I think knowing, uh, you know, what questions you can answer and uh, what problems your product can help solve, uh, that's just a good, great starting point. That's step one, really find out, you know, what problems your product product can solve and then step two is to find find you know what kind of questions people are asking um online and um, step three would be start creating content around it so there's this whole advice which floats on the internet that you should do like uh, you know 3000 word blog post 2500 word blog post and all of that i think it's just important to uh, kind of answer those questions and uh, it's not the number of words that matter but really try and add value uh, or, you know, really try because uh, I'll just tell you something, uh, something interesting. So, um, so we sell, uh, you know, order bump as well as one click upsells and order bump is like, uh, you know, a, a small offer on the checkout page and one click upsell is uh, after the checkout page. Uh, uh, th- that's the offer which you see, uh, you know, you, so your card is tokenized. And after that, uh, you're, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're asked whether you want uh, to accept an upsell or not. And I think people had this question, like, how should I differentiate between an order bump and a one-click upsell? W- what kind of offer is a good order bump and what kind of offer is a good one-click upsell? So I just put put together this post on order bump versus one-click upsell and just three, three specific points kind of telling them, you know, what the difference really is. So um, I think that that's just a great starting point to find out what are those que- those questions uh, you know people are asking. And I think same 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 sort of things happen when when we when we started out uh, with sales triggers. That was our first product, and that that you know that's the time when I really went on this uh, voyage, looking at what kind of questions people are asking, and people wanted to know how can I uh, you know display estimated delivery details on my product page. So I just created a little video with that question. And just a simple PPT deck answering that question. So, um, yeah. So if you were to ask me what's the starting point, seriously, just follow these three steps. Really find out the FAQs in your niche, in your industry related to your products. Just jot them down and then start answering them one by one. I love it. That's great advice. Yep, I agree, Brad. Well, let's go ahead and slide right into announcements. Uh, Tavlin, do you have anything new and exciting going on? Oh yes. Uh, so uh, we've just we've recently launched the 2.0 version of Arrow Checkout, uh, which uh, you know is the, is our checkout page plugin. It now deeply integrates with Elementor, so you know it allows you to create your checkout pages using Elementor. Now Elementor is like really growing, and it, it's just uh, it's a very user friendly and a very versatile plugin. So I think it was very uh, important for us uh, to give that deep integration so that people can create one page checkouts and. Uh, 
you know, the, the, those sales funnel style checkouts, Shopify style checkouts and all of that. So, uh, yeah, that's what comes in with the deep integration with Elementor. Also, uh, you know, we've created some professionally designed uh, checkout templates, which uh, they can just import with one click and uh, start using them. So everything is done like keeping really uh, the user and the begin uh, like uh, like a beginner in mind really what what do they need or a time strapped uh, business owner you know they're not there to learn uh, how do I create beautiful checkout pages or you know how do I uh, uh, you know uh, uh, create a you know a high converting checkout page they're, they're actually uh, here there to sort of use the tools and you know get get stuff done and uh, they're really time strapped so keeping them in mind we've created these templates and you know these uh, uh, Elementor we've also built widgets for Elementor so when you want to create your checkout pages from scratch so you, you save a lot of time when you use uh, those widgets to create your checkout page inside of Elementor so uh, yeah that's that's uh, that's really the big up big update there and um, lots of things are in the pipeline so uh, yeah again <laughs> cannot reveal a lot but yeah lots of interesting things are in the pipeline so uh, for people who are looking to build their sales funnel and all of that very cool so what's new in the Poconos Brad uh well not too much i guess i'll throw out there i saw WordCamp us is accepting speaker applications now and the the event's going to be 100 percent virtual um so if anyone's interested in speaking and maybe going and presenting on some woocommerce topics you know start putting that plan together and get it submitted speaking of events uh there's a um ecom ecom service summit it's a free virtual event coming May 25th through 29th, 20 e-commerce experts, shop owners, marketers, and service providers. It's not WooCommerce specific, but I I know that there probably are a couple people there that will be speaking that are in the space. But I think any WooCommerce shop owner will probably glean some great information because there's some very generic but... Um, helpful tips that are going to be shared in that. So uh, I'll have a link on that uh, link in the show notes to that as well. You can register for free. And like I said, it's a matter of going uh, over a few days. So I believe you'll be able to um, um, pay for access later afterwards if you want that, but you might check that out. So uh, good stuff. And yeah, this has been excellent having you on Tavleen. I know we were able to chat a little bit, earlier um i think last month but it was, it was great to learn more about it and this uh going from writing reviews about cars to boo commerce well that's quite a leap i'm telling you that's uh that's that, that's one we haven't heard yet have we yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's great. i love it i know it's just interesting <laughs> <laughs> well everyone uh want to thank the sponsors again uh WooCommerce.com. We love our Woo over there, and our they're our community sponsor, as well as My Works QuickBooks Sync for WooCommerce. Check them out, and WP Security Audit Log. You can always uh, subscribe to our podcast and find it on Apple, the iTunes, Google, whatever, wherever you listen to it. Sign up for Woo News, listen to my podcast there, become a friend of Do The Woo. Tavlene, where can people find you on the web? 
so uh, we have our YouTube channel and uh, uh, on Twitter, I'm called Not Just Avlin. And my YouTube channel, well, uh, you know, so it's actually Bill Wu Funnels. If they just go on YouTube and type that, uh, then, yeah, uh, they'll be able to find us. And, of course, BillWuFunnels.com, the website is there. So, yeah, there as well. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's uh, getting late for you um, over on the other side of the world, but I, I do appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, that's perfect. I really enjoyed being a part of it. Thank you so much for having me. It was great chatting with you, Bob and Brad. I totally loved every part of this conversation that we had. Yeah, this was great. Thanks so much, Tevin. Thank you. So everyone, we'll talk to you next week on Do The Woo.